Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. I apologise for the delay with this week's podcast. I'm still moving house, still not back up to speed yet. Um, But today's lesson, I've got a great lesson for you. It's a listening and it reviews all of those strategies that I talked about um, for signals and signposts. So if you haven't seen that yet, just go to my website and put search signals and signposts and you'll see I could almost predict every answer here just from that one lesson about signals and signposts and I'm going to show you exactly how it works again with this example. This is a recent test from book 14 and it's a section 4. I thought it was really interesting because of the vocabulary too, really useful. It actually describes a process halfway through which is great for your academic task 1 and as I always say nothing is separate. People ask me can they just buy my listening course or just my writing course, just my reading course. That's all possible but it just all feeds into each other and I'm going to show you how that works today. Even listen to the introduction to this listening and it is the per- So it's a gap fill listening. Um, all of the questions are gap fills as they usually are in part four and the title is marine renewable energy brackets ocean energy. So you can see what the vocabulary set will be and how useful that will be. Um, it's actually a true story about a tidal lagoon planned for Wales very near where I live in Swansea and so often you know when we talk about what you can do to prepare for these tests first of all I think the best thing you can do is to do as many tests as possible and analyze them don't just do them as practice follow up read them read the tape script learn the language but also any background listening related to this topic, environmental topic. Um, And you'll get all of those again with my listening links um, page on my website. So let's get started. Um, It's divided, well there's a little introduction and then he talks about three things, wave energy, tidal energy and ocean thermal energy conversion. And as you'll see he'll introduce those one by one. Um, In the introduction, this is what I liked and thought would be useful for task two. So I'm going to read the question. The question says more energy required because of growth in population and something. So remember, it's note form. So more energy is required, but they take out the is because it's note form. It's good to be aware of that. It makes more sense then. More energy required because of growth in population and something else. So why do we need more energy? Well, let's listen. Producing enough energy to meet our needs has become a serious problem. Perfect general statement. Starting with a noun form, ing, which makes your language more formal, producing, 
enough energy to meet our needs has become present perfect a serious problem so you've got adjective noun a serious problem good collocation and to meet our needs is a lovely collocation if you just learnt that one line you could use it in any task two essay about a renewable energy Demand is rising rapidly because of the world's increasing population and expanding industry. Okay, I forgot to mention only one word for each answer. And they've said demand is rising rapidly because of the world's increasing population. So that's a synonym, growth in population and expanding industry. Now, expanding industry is two words. So which word would you choose? Of course, industry. I've talked about this before. The answer often lies in the last word in that sentence, and it is industry. Expanding, you don't need because it's a synonym of what they already they said. They said a growth in population and a growth in industry. So that's question 31 and then it gives you two bullet points and the bullet points refer to what is now needed. First bullet point is renewable energy sources and second bullet point is methods that won't create pollution. So you're listening until you get to won't create pollution and he says burning fossil fuels like gas, coal and oil seriously damages the environment and they'll eventually run out. For a number of years now, scientists have been working out how we can derive energy from renewable sources such as the sun and wind without causing pollution. Okay, wonderful language there. We've got the noun starting burning fossil fuels, the vocabulary fossil fuels, gas, coal and oil. Seriously damages, not just damages, but seriously damages. Notice how they always add something either to the noun or the verb. So we had demand is rising rapidly, rising rapidly. Um, Burning fossil fuels seriously damages the environment and they'll eventually run out. And I like this sentence also for a number of years now that could be used for task two. Scientists have been working out present perfect continuous have been working out lovely for task two how we can derive energy from renewable sources now today i started my new quizlet set using the academic word list please go to my vocabulary resources on my website you'll find lots of links to the academic word list you'll see there are 570 words in this list and they are divided into sub lists So what I'm working on at the moment is a way of getting you to practice those words. Um, I've created a 18 word set and I've used it even with my 
university students, my home students, because they're not used to writing with academic language. So in the Quizlet, you'll see um, derive is Latin, a derivation comes from Latin. It's the formal word. What would you say when you're speaking? You'd say it comes from. So I put an example, for example, you know, plastic is derived from petroleum. For example, plastic comes from petroleum. So this again, this is how you notice things when you're reading a tape script after you've done the listening. It's absolutely packed with everything you need to push your score above that plateau that we talked about in the last episode. Here are the keys to get out of that rut. So instead of saying they get energy from, derive energy from is a seven plus word. So do this with every listening that you get. And remember in the Members Academy, I do this for you. You get the tape script. I analyse the listening. I point out the signals, the signposts, the answers. And then I go through the vocabulary with you. So <laughs> where are we? So the, the speaker says today I'll outline marine renewable energy, also called ocean energy, which harnesses the movement of the oceans. Harnesses, we've had that before, to harness energy means to get the energy, collect, I guess. Marine renewable energy can be divided into three main categories. Here we go. This is where he outlines the three main points. So you skim down the question sheet and you find those three main points. He says three main categories. Wave energy, tidal energy and ocean thermal energy conversion. And I'll say a few words about each one. First, wave energy. So he's signalling to you, go to the headline wave energy. Under the headline it says advantage. So you're looking for one thing which is good about wave energy. And it says waves provide a something source of renewable energy. So you need an adjective to describe the source of renewable energy. He says, numerous devices have been invented to harvest wave energy. Harvest, synonym for harness in some ways, to collect wave energy. With names such as wave dragon, the penguin, and mighty whale. And research is going on to try and come up with a really efficient method. This form of energy has plenty of potential. There's your advantage. Has plenty of potential. As the source is constant. That's it. The source is constant. What were you looking for? An adjective to describe the source. So the answer is a constant source. And there's no danger of waves coming to a standstill. Okay, you go down and it says other advantages. Electricity can be generated using offshore or onshore systems. Onshore systems may use a reservoir. 
problems. So it goes down to problems and there are two bullet points. So you're looking for two problems. Problem number one, waves can move in any something. Well, there you can probably guess from the preposition. Think about waves. How can they move? They can move in any something. Secondly, the movement of sand, etc. on the something of the ocean may be affected. So picture it, try and picture it. What happens if you're artificially um, producing waves? What will happen? What effect will that have on the sand? Where is the sand? Um, try to think of it logically using your background knowledge. So we're looking for waves can move in any something. Um, electricity can be generated using onshore systems, using a reservoir or offshore systems. But the problem with ocean waves is that they're erratic with the wind making them travel in every direction. Okay, so you might not know that word erratic, doesn't matter. Any difficult word like that, they will explain it. And in the explanation, you will find the answer you're looking for. So they are erratic, means they don't move in a straight line. The wind makes them move in any direction. So what about the sand? This adds to the difficulty of creating efficient technology. Ideally, all the waves would travel smoothly and regularly along the same straight line. That's it. Now, it says another drawback. So that comes to the second negative. Another drawback is that sand and other sediment on the ocean floor might be stopped from flowing normally, which can lead to environmental problems. So you've got sand on the ocean floor. Change it round gives you the answer on the floor of the ocean. Floor comes up quite a lot. I guess it's because of the spelling F-L-O-O-R maybe. Okay, so there's a small gap there and he moves to the second category and that's the second title. The second title is tidal energy. And the question is, tides are more something than waves. So we're looking for a difference between tides and waves. The second category of marine energy that I'll mention is tidal energy. One major advantage of using the tide rather than waves as a source of energy is that it's predictable. That's it. We needed an adjective more something than waves. And the answer is predictable, easy to predict. And they explain that for you. They say, we know the exact times of high and low tides for years to come. Okay, so then there's quite a gap until it actually gets to the place that you're listening for. So you're listening for the planned tidal lagoon in Wales. So just as in the reading where you're looking for capital letters and numbers, 
here you're listening for this word Wales and it says will be created in a something at Swansea. Another capital letter, Swansea, it's a place very near to where I live. And so we're looking for created in a something at Swansea. So he talks for quite a lot about this before he gets to Swansea. One current plan is to create a tidal lagoon on the coast of Wales. This will be an area of water within a bay at Swansea. Ah, no, you see, I've missed the huge bit that they talk about before they get to Swansea. Oh, let's do it anyway. So he says, for tidal energy to be effective, the difference between high and low tides needs to be at least five metres. And this occurs naturally in only about 40 places on Earth. But the right conditions can be created by constructing a tidal lagoon, an area of sea water separated from the sea. One current plan is to create a tidal lagoon on the coast of Wales. This will be an area of water within a bay at Swansea. A bay. So quite difficult because it's a bay. B-A-Y is the answer. Sheltered by a U-shaped breakwater or dam built out from the coast. Then there's a lot of talking, but there's a number here so it can keep you on track. It says something about a dam with 16 turbines. And in the text it says the breakwater will contain 16 hydro turbines. And as the tide rises, water rushes through the breakwater, activating the turbines, which turn a generator to produce electricity. All of this, of course, great vocab for any of those processes talking about how electricity is produced. They come up frequently in task one. So then it says for three hours, as the tide goes out, the water is held back within the breakwater, increasing the difference in water level until it's several metres higher within the lagoon than in the open sea. Don't worry about all this. Just go straight to what you need next. And what you need next is what happens to the stored water. In the text, in the questions, it says stored water is released through something. So what do you usually open to allow water to flow, huge amounts of water? Well, it says um, it pours, ah, sorry, then in order to release the stored water, gates in the breakwater are opened. Simple gates. Of course, you could guess that. It pours powerfully out of the lagoon, driving the turbines in the breakwater in the opposite direction and again generating thousands of megawatts of electricity. As there are two high tides a day, the lagoon scheme would generate electricity four times a day, every day, for a total of 14 hours in every 24. 
enough electricity for over 150,000 homes. So yeah, you can see they're talking and talking about numbers, but there are no numbers in the text. So just um, hold your nerve. You are still in the right place. Don't worry. You're just going to the next um, point, which is the advantages. That's what you're listening for next. Now, listen to this interesting expression they use for advantages. Very easy to miss. I played it as a video in my Facebook group today and asked people to say what they heard. And so far, zero responses. <laughs> so it says the system has quite a lot in its favour, in its favour. So that expression, it has a lot in its favour, means it has many advantages. So again, lovely for task two. If you're debating the pros and cons of something, you could say that something has a lot in its favour. Um, unlike solar and wind energy, it doesn't depend on the weather. That's the first bullet point, not dependent on weather. The second bullet point is there's no something required to make it work. So it doesn't need something to make it work. Well, you could guess that. And it says the turbines are operated without the need for fuel. No fuel is required to make it work. Now, the final one, bullet point, there could be some confusion. The final bullet point says it is likely to create a number of something. Now, because it says a number of something, it's going to be something countable. But watch out for the tricks. They're not huge tricks, but I could see how you might get them. So it says, so it doesn't create any greenhouse gas emissions. It doesn't create any emissions. So that might be the trick. And very little maintenance is needed. Very little maintenance means not much maintenance. So that tells us that it's not the gap for 38. 38 says no something is required, meaning zero. Okay, so 39, what will it create? It is estimated that electricity generated in this way will be relatively cheap and that manufacturing the components would create more than 2,000, can you guess, jobs, a big boost to the local economy. Again, you know, um, when you talk about maybe the benefits of bringing the Olympics to a country, it creates job jobs, which are a boost to the local economy. It's, it's a great phrase that you can use in other places. Now, notice this signal. We're looking for a problem. This is the last question. Um, and it, the heading is problem. May harm fish and birds, e.g., for example, by affecting something and building up silt. So what does it affect? Well, it says, on the other hand, that's the negative, there are fears, negative language, that lagoons might harm both fish and birds, for example, by disturbing migration patterns and causing a build-up of silt, affecting local ecosystems. 
Now there's a trick there because it says it affecting it's affecting local ecosystems and the space we want for 40 says by affecting something. Now normally they wouldn't use the same word affecting they would use a synonym. So the synonym we've got is by disturbing migration patterns that's two words so you have to really decide um what's the important one well it's birds so the important thing is migration and that is the answer also think about the order that it comes in the text and in the questions so in the question it said for example by affecting something and building up silt in the text, it says, by disturbing migration patterns and causing a build-up of silt. And then afterwards, it says, affecting local ecosystems. That's in the wrong order, so that is not the right answer. Finally, there's the third point, but it goes on. You don't need to listen at all. Just go back and check your answers. Um, third point is ocean, ocean thermal energy conversion, but I'm not going to go into that. Uh, you don't need it. Although, if you look at the tape script, um, again, there's some fantastic vocabulary. Um, never miss an opportunity. So, talking about in tropical coastal areas, um, the concept dates back to 1881, you know, very, very useful as always. Okay, that's it today. Um, that is the listening um, ocean energy from book 14 and it's test one. Um, so I'm sure you can find that online somewhere um, or you can, of course, get it in my members academy. Um, Members Academy, if you don't know already, it's a place where you can get everything you need step by step, comprehensive course f covering all four skills for general training and academic, includes a vocabulary booster course and includes weekly live um, writing feedback included in the price of the course. Isn't that amazing? All right. Thanks ever so much for listening today. Hopefully back sooner than later and speak to you next time. Bye for now. Bye bye.